Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. I am recording from the passenger seat of my brother's truck, in Hamilton, Montana. Jared, where the heck are you? I'm in my man cave, which I think is going to be a possible baby room in the future. We're not really sure what we're doing right now. But right now, it is surrounded by Tom Brady, Patriots, Buccaneers, Red Sox paraphernalia. It's pretty awesome. I love being in here. This is the first time I think I'm ever recording my our podcast from this room. So I'm pretty excited. I think that we can finally say cat's out of the bag, right? You're having a baby boy. Baby boy. Yes, we are. Um, so we're very excited. We have the name picked out. Ashley's had this name picked out for 20 years. She's loved it. And when she told me, I loved it. So we already have a name picked out. So pretty much uh, everything's good to go. Uh, we have a baby boy. Are you guys going to do another Amazon live video of telling everyone the name of the baby? I mean, fingers crossed, one can only hope, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> this baby is going to be have more money than me before it even comes out of the freaking womb. Uh, well, you know, college tuition ain't cheap. Uh, paying for a coffee shop down here, you know, we got to do what we got to do. But it was actually really fun. So we announced on Amazon Live yesterday the same thing we did with our pregnancy. And it's actually a lot of fun announcing on there because it's a live platform. So it's fun interacting with everybody in the live chat with us uh, and you know, just having it live in the moment and not pre-recorded. There's something to be said about that. And it was like a built up like moment where we're like, okay, here we go. It's a boy. And everybody's saying congratulations. It was, it was a fun moment for Ashley and I. So I'm really glad we did it that way. Nice, man. Well, congratulations, baby boy, baby Dean's on the way. Um, yep. Baby Deanie, Deanie babies. You want to know, I just found out too, yes, or like three days ago when I ever got to Montana is my brother is having a baby with his wife. Oh, congratulations. 
Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. They were like, yeah, we just bought a house together. I was like, great, an extra room for me to sleep in. And they're like, yeah, we're going to need all the rooms we can get. And I was like, okay, I guess it's kind of a weird thing to say. What are you talking <laughs> yeah, about? Yeah, I'm not going to be sleeping there all the time, guys. And, and, and then his wife like looks at me and she like kind of like, you know, like smiles a little bit. I'm like, okay, are you guys like trying to tell me something? And then they were like, we're pregnant. And I was like, this is the Aww. weirdest possible way to tell someone that you're pregnant. Just freaking tell me. I don't know. Aww, so they're pregnant. That's... That's so cute. So you're going to be an uncle. You're going to be an uncle. Well, I already was going to be an uncle with baby Haben on the way, but I'm going to be an official real uncle with baby Belle on the way, which would be nice. Oh, so it's uh, it's a girl? Uh, Belle is their last name. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, Belle's right. a beautiful name. We already know the gender and the name. That's great. But it, it is a girl, so that is going to be a girl. Because I think, when is Aww. Ashley due? Uh, Ashley's due February. February 10th or 11th, I think, is the official due date. Dude, their baby is due February 14th. So you guys... Oh. You guys had sex, like, right around the same time. Yeah, tight, tight. Tell <laughs> tell your brother I said, uh, nicely done, sir. Yeah, nicely done. There's just something in the air in May, I guess, right? Apparently. Uh, dude, Valentine's Day, baby. That'd be pretty cool. Rob Thomas was born on the Valentine's Day. It's a great birthday. Yeah, nice. Maybe, maybe your baby and his baby could get married and... 25 years yeah i mean who knows on bachelor in paradise <laughs> yeah that would be that'd be something special <laughs> that something horribly went wrong um so we do have some hot topics coming in we don't have any guests for you today which is always the best because we're just gonna host chat it we're gonna talk about hot topics we also have some questions uh that we pose to you uh on our help i suck at dating instagram which if you're not following already please do so uh, and so we're going to answer some of that. And of course, we're going to answer your emails. But the first topic of the day is about uh, Alex Rodriguez, this freaking guy. Alex your boy, Rodriguez. You love Go Yankees. Uh, this guy stinks. Alex <laughs> Rodriguez shares a photo of himself posing with Porsche that he gifted Jennifer Lopez, obviously his ex. Alex Rodriguez is certainly enjoying the finer things in life, which includes what some fans have pointed out looks like a red Porsche that was once a birthday gift to his ex, Jennifer Lopez. Alex Rodriguez is, uh, I guess, crushing into his new chapter in life. The former Yankee was seen grinning from ear to ear while posing in front of a red Porsche in his latest Instagram post, which on August 18th is when he posted. The caption said, I'm super down to earth. Real funny, Alex. However, that wasn't the most noteworthy part of the post, with fans immediately noticing that his car that he is seen leaning on looked awfully similar to the lavish birthday gift that he gave to Jennifer Lopez back in 2019. One person even commented asking, isn't that the red car he bought J-Lo? Another fan, amongst many obviously, also hinted the uh, at the return gift writing, I thought you gave that red Porsche to, uh, never mind. When the, quote, I'm real singer turned 50, obviously Jennifer Lopez just turned 50 in 2019, an insider revealed to E! News at the time that Alex gifted the Red Heart commodity to his then fiance at an estimated cost of, buckle up, $140,000. Holy crap. What a, st I hate this guy. You know, he's a Yankee. I've never liked the way he played. And he, I just feel like he's such a faker. That's what I think of Alex Rodriguez. And maybe I'm biased because I hate the Yankees and he played for the Yankees and he just like was just a, I didn't just, uh, how do I say this without swearing? He was a pansy. Like, I don't oh. know if you remember in 2014 ALCS, but he like slapped the ball out of the first baseman's hand to try to get on first base. It was just like, 
this guy stinks. And now he's taking pictures and smiling from ear to ear in front of a gift that he once gave his ex, Jennifer Lopez. Like, bro, move on. She's happy with Ben Affleck. She's upgraded. Why don't you focus on your own life? God forbid the guy takes a picture where he's happy, Jared. Calm down, man. Your disdain for the Yankees can only go so far. First of all, the Yankees are great, and the Red Sox suck, especially after 2007. But We've won two World Series since then. You have? The Red Sox. Well, I, I, I'm including myself in that statement. I'm saying 2007 was the year that I really don't like because you guys swept us in the World Series. Oh, Remember yeah, that? the Rockies. That's right. Yeah, you guys were on fire. You guys were like 18-1 and one in the playoffs or something like that, and then you got to the World Series and we kicked your ass. Anyway, move on. Um, my point is, I personally, if I bought someone a $140,000 Porsche and then we broke up, I would 1,000% take the Porsche back. Well, my question is, is this the actual Porsche? Or is he just trying to... Like, get a rise out of J-Lo? Because that's my question. I don't think he's doing that, man. I think that people are being a little too soft with that. Like, okay, he's a grown man. Yeah, sure, J-Lo moved on. But what? He's not allowed to take a freaking picture in front of a, of a sweet red car? What's his name? Not, Alex Rodriguez. I'm going to look him up on Instagram here real quick because I want to get some more uh, perspective to this. First of all, his caption, I'm super down to earth. <laughs> Not funny. It's sarcasm. Oh, his sarcasm is not my type of humor. Anyway, oh and this guy is leaning against the red Porsche that he apparently famously gifted Jennifer Lopez on her 50th birthday. He knew when he posted this picture that that's what everybody would be talking about, including the host of this podcast. And he's getting what he wants because we're all discussing it. So it worked. So you know what? <laughs> Clap to you, Alex Rodriguez. You got us all to talk about it. Here we are talking about you on the podcast today. But you know what? Doesn't mean I have to like it. And I don't like it one bit because I think he's trying to get a rise out of my boy's girlfriend, a.k.a. Ben Affleck. And you know what? I don't dig it. Maybe J-Lo gave it back to A-Rod and now he's just happy to have his car back. Hey, he can have the car back. Yeah. And don't get me wrong. Sure. If you want to take the car back, take the car back. Like whatever. It's your money, bro. But to lean on it, post about it grinning from ear to ear he knew he knew everybody like he knew Dude, exactly what he was doing you're just being too hard on a rod have you ever kept anything i'm, from I'm being a hater after the i'm being a hater right now you are being a hater um yeah like we talked about this before on the podcast like certain sentimental things i kept and then like mm, stored right. away because i we couldn't like i i was like i remember finding it a couple years ago and be like oh do i throw it away like it feels I feel terrible throwing away. But like in terms of like anything of, of value, no, I've never taken anything back from an ex. That'd be kind of messed up. Even like A-Rod, you want to take your Porsche back, bro. Why? You really need the money that badly? Something tells me that you don't. So if he did take the gift back from J-Lo, what are you doing? Just let her have it. Dude, I think you're looking at this all wrong. Maybe J-Lo didn't want it anymore. Maybe J-Lo was like, look, dude, I don't need this. I'm the freaking richest hottest girl in the world why would i need your stupid ugly red porsche take it back and now a rod's just happy he got his car back he's super down to earth and he wants everyone to know it so he takes a picture and posts on instagram i just i think you're being a little too hard on the guy you know well as you can tell not a fan all right well we agree to disagree our next hot topic uh is about a man who breaks up with his girlfriend via the jumbotron <laughs> Which, if, if you guys don't know what a Jumbotron is, it's the huge television screen that is in every stadium uh, of any professional sports league anywhere. 
So apparently this guy on the Jumbotron put, Alyssa, this relationship is over from Tim. Uh, Tim, this guy, went to a place uh, very few are willing to go when breaking up with a partner. Recently at Akron Rubber Ducks game, which is the double A affiliate of Cleveland, which uh, Cleveland is no longer, they're the Cleveland Guardians, right? Are they the Cleveland Guardians this year? They just changed their name. I think 2022. 2022. So right now, so they're the double A affiliate of Cleveland Indians, the Akron Rubber Ducks. <laughs> what a name. Anyway, this is in Cleveland. Tim broke up with his girlfriend, Alyssa, now ex-girlfriend, in one of the most savage, disrespectful ways possible. Alyssa, this relationship is over. By the way, the over is in all capital letters. Talk about twisting the knife. That's what the LAD, LED sign read at Canal Park. Alyssa, needless to say, has every right to be infuriated with Tim over this classless breakup. Without knowing the full story, however, I can't really cast judgment. This is obviously from the author of the article, not me, because on Help I Suck at Dating, we cast judgment. Generally speaking, there are only really two explanations as to why Tim would decide to go to these lengths to break up with Alyssa. First, Alyssa is deeply has deeply hurt Tim dealing with these feelings Tim right or wrong sought retribution by contacting the good people within the rubber ducks organization and likely paid to have this message displayed for all 3,160 fans to see at Canal Park the second explanation pretty simple Tim is a scumbag. He's a scumbag guy who couldn't muster the courage to break up with Alyssa literally any other way. Either way, it sounds like it may be for the best that these two are going their separate ways. So what are your overall thoughts about this? I think it's a joke, and I think people misunderstood it. I agree. What kind of (laughs) douchebag? Unless she cheated on him. That's the only explanation. If Alyssa cheated on Tim then maybe he went to these lengths to break up with her. But if he if she did cheat on him, wouldn't like he also put that in the message? Be like, Alyssa, I caught you cheating. It's over. It's definitely a, it's definitely like they're still dating and he's like playing a prank on her. If that's if that that's at all. Yeah, it's like I I I am even angry that we have to talk about this right now. I think it's hilarious. I kind of want to go to a rubber ducks game with Kaylin and do the same thing to her just to get a rise out of her. Just hilarious. All right, yeah, let's play this out. So you go to the Akron Rubber Ducks game in in Cleveland, Ohio, and you guys yeah. go, and there's 3,000 people there, and you get some popcorn, you're watching a baseball game, and then in the seventh inning stretch, you go, Kalen, look, I put a message for you up on the Jumbotron, and it says, Kalen, it's over from Dean. <laughs> How do you think she'd react? Well, first of all, it would be in the Las Vegas ballpark where the Aviators play because that's ah, like right, right down the street from our house in Las Vegas. But uh, yeah, so let's let's say we find ourselves in Akron one day. Rubber Ducks are playing. We gotta go. Big game in the AC uh, PCL uh, tournament, something like that. And you know, it's like I and I did that to Kaylin. I think that she would get uncomfortable and she would laugh and she would get very angry at me, but. In hindsight, it would be hilarious, and she would laugh her butt off, I think. Yeah, I'm curious how Alyssa would react if this was a giant joke. If, Because then, like, what's the point? It's like, oh, a good, it's a, like a two-second laugh for all that hard work, and now everybody in the ballpark thinks that you guys broke up? Who cares what the ball, there's 3,160 fans there, 
3,156 of those people will never know who they're talking about. You know what I mean? Fair point. So this brings up a question. Do you think it's ever acceptable to break up with someone not in person? I mean, I've done it before. I've done like the FaceTime breakup. Uh probably a couple times over the phone were you guys in a long distance relationship i feel like that's the only acceptable way to do a facetime breakup we were in a long distance relationship have you ever done that or are you a face-to-face guy i've never done that no i've never broken up with somebody uh unless like somebody thinks i broke up with them i don't think so okay psa if you're listening to this and jared has broken up with you Please call in and let us know how he did no, it. No, 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 no. Uh, but I do think for a long distance relationship, it is acceptable to do a FaceTime breakup. I've had friends go through similar situations and like the relationship is dissolving. They went to just go visit one another. It didn't go well. They didn't break up over there. And then they were going to meet up like again and fly to like a central location And all the while, one person knew that they were going to break up with the other. And it was like, what am I doing? Like, I know it sucks getting broken up with via FaceTime, but what's better, breaking up with someone over FaceTime or spending hundreds, if not thousands of dollars to travel, stay at a hotel, all just to break up in person? I think the FaceTime breakup is acceptable when in a long distance relationship. Now, listen, if you guys live down the street and you don't have the balls to break up with them in person, okay, that's a different story. I'm trying to think of the last time I broke up with someone. I like him really bad at breakups. I, my method, like, let's say I'm dating someone and I want to break up with them. I just like find ways to make them want to break up with me because I'm too scared for them to break up with me <laughs> or to break up with them. You know what I mean? Is that what happened on the first paradise? Uh, yeah. You know, I don't think that's too far off. Honestly, I like, this was <laughs> like, I'm, I'm going to be a jerk and hopefully you, come to your senses and you break it off with me so that way i don't have to feel guilty for breaking it off with you but then i feel guilty for being a jerk for wanting you to do that i don't know it's not definitely not the best method and honestly it's the root of this podcast it is the 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 genesis that drove this podcast into creation so um i think we can all agree that that's definitely not the best way to approach breakups uh if you want to break up with someone tell them why you want to break up with them face to face if you can or on the phone if you can't and uh just be an adult about it right could you agree with that yeah i mean it's too bad that there are no adults on this podcast to really give more advice on that (laughs) just two man childs uh last hot topic before we take a quick break jay cutler speaking of guys that stink oh my gosh let's go from a-rod to jay cutler oh i hate jay cutler no it's the worst man well you're also uh Oh, you're a Broncos fan, so no wonder you hate this guy. Jay Cutler says dating is, quote, hard as hell. Oh, poor baby. After Kristen Cavalieri divorce, priorities have changed, he said. Getting back out there, Jay Cutler's attempt to rejoin in the dating world since his split with Kristen Cavalieri has come with their fair share of lessons thus far. Quote, it's hard as hell, really. Cutler, who's 38 years old, said on the podcast Uncut with Jay Cutler. Uh, Meeting people is hard. I think finding out what people really want from you. I think that's probably an issue. Jay Cutler, who shares uh, a son, uh, Camden, uh, two sons, excuse me, two sons and a daughter uh, with Kristen, explained the struggle to connect with people that are on the same page with him, especially as a parent. Now, listen. Before I go further into this article, totally get that. As a parent, that makes dating harder because you're not only you know, introducing someone into your own life, you're introducing someone into your kid's life, which is a bigger, bigger deal. Quote, 
I'm at a different phase of my life right now with kids. Priorities have changed, he noted during this episode. It isn't just a purely selfish play on my part. The whole landscape has changed. There are apps, there's Twitter, there's Instagram. It's a whole different ballgame. You're not just walking into a restaurant or bar and talking to somebody. That doesn't exist anymore. Well, it kind of still exists. Anyway, we, he goes on to say, we have nothing but love and respect for one another and are deeply grateful for the years that we shared, memories, and the children we are so proud of. He said and enjoyed statement when they broke up years ago. This is just a situation of two people growing apart. So... Jay Cutler talks about how difficult dating is out in the world. Now, like I said, as a parent, as someone who has kids with his ex, totally get that. That would be very difficult. Having said that, you're also Jay Cutler. You're a multimillionaire. You're doing okay. Now, he could say that, oh, I don't know if someone's dating me for, quote, the right reasons. I feel like that excuse is a little dramatic and a blown out of proportion. Like, if you're a good reader of people, you'll know if someone really likes you for you. Yeah. I mean, to uh, to just comment on that real quick, there were times when I was an insecure little boy and I felt that sometimes a, a little bit. And I'm not even, I don't even hold a candle to the level of celebrity that Jay Cutler is. So I kind of see where he's coming from, but Cutler, he's like a cocky douchebag. He probably eats that crap up. He like, I mean, I, if you don't tell, if you can't tell, I don't like this guy. I bet you he probably... <laughs> He probably like gets weirdly turned on by knowing that people want to like hook up with him just because he's Jay Cutler. You know, like he's like he seems like that kind of person to me. I love how our sports hatred is really just like oozing through this podcast. My <laughs> hatred for A-Rod for the Yankees, your I hatred hate to him. Jay Cutler because of what he did to the Broncos. I love it. No, don't I, I love this. And what he did to Kristen Cavalieri too. Kristen Cavalieri, arguably the second hottest woman in America. Behind Kalen, obviously. And obviously. he had he had to go out and ruin that relationship. A, I don't understand how they were even together in the first place. I never watched any of those reality shows or anything that they were on. But just knowing what I knew about Jay Cutler and knowing what little I knew about Kristen Cavalieri, it didn't make sense to me. But obviously they, they had three beautiful kids, so I would still consider that relationship a success, I suppose. I just don't like Jay Cutler. And dating as a single parent, I'm assuming, is very difficult because for the reasons that we stated before. But it is easier for certain people out in the world because of their status or or their finances. And I feel like for Jay Cutler, it's probably a little bit easier. So, hey, you know, do you, bro? But, uh, yeah, that's it. That's all I got to say about that. Let's make an announcement, too. Jay Cutler, if you're listening to this podcast, which you probably are. He's come on, not. change our minds about you. I would love to be your best friend. I would love to hang out. And I, it's not just because you're a famous former professional football player. I would love for you to change my perception of you because what you did to the Broncos, I'll never forgive you for. But if you come on, plead your case and make Jared and I your friends, I'm totally down for that. Yeah. I mean, I would love nothing more than Jay Collier to come on this podcast because, uh, <laughs> He'd be a great get for us. <laughs> yeah, he would be a good get. He'd be a probably our one of our best gets, arguably the best get. He's a big I one. I mean, I don't know. Brian Bumgardner, he was a good one. We had Brian. Oh, that's when you guys were the Giants game. I wasn't there. Son of a. That would have been a cool person to talk Brian to. Brian Bumgardner from The Office. Remember Kevin, Kevin Malone? Oh, I'm thinking of the pitcher. That's Matt Bumgardner, I think. No, I think it is Brian as well. And I remember when we booked Brian, I was like, why are we having the Giants player on our podcast? And then I was like, oh, it's Kevin from The Office. That's right, dude. Yeah, Brian was a big guy. He was awesome. So please, Brian, come back on the podcast. We need you. Yeah, please. And I meant to, uh, to 
I, I, I guess I don't know what I meant, but I did listen to his podcast after he guested on our podcast. And man, his podcasts are really good. So mm-hmm. if you have the time and you're looking for more content to consume your day, check out Kevin's pod or Brian's podcast because it's very good. All right, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we asked you, Sucky Daters, to share your own dating deal breakers. And we're going to talk about them right after this quick break. At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black lead products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies. The list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black-owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes, and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The Pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight, and honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was, Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive June 7th to 9th, and the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. 
All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. Uh, so we have a couple things here. We asked you guys uh, for some questions and answers on our Instagram, and we also, yeah, we also uh, have an article on here about men who are asked to share their own deal breakers. I kind of conflated those two between the break. But we have an article from BuzzFeed about men and their dating deal breakers. And we also have some questions uh, for Dean and myself that we pose to you on the Help I Suck at Dating Instagram. So let's get to the dating deal breakers first. So apparently a popular Reddit thread uh if you guys are not familiar with reddit i'm sure you are it's like uh it's like twitter uh so this thread asked men of the internet what are some of the deal breakers for a potential relationship even if they're very attractive and of course the thread quickly went viral as thousands of men started chiming in with their personal dating red flags and here are the some of the top voted responses so let's see dean i want to know if you agree or disagree with these deal breakers number one Having absolutely no sense of accountability for their actions, believe me, it is more common than you think. Is that a deal breaker for you, Dean? Oh my gosh, of course. Accountability. I talk to Kaylin about this all the time. Accountability is very, very important. What do you think? Yeah. Oh, I totally agree. You need self-awareness. Number two, complaining about everything. Yeah, I tell Kaylin this all the time. Complaining about everything is the absolute worst. (laughs) (laughs) Number three, lying, saying stuff about you behind your back, being mean to people for no reason and being fake. Yeah, I tell this to Kaylin all the time. (laughs) No, no, actually, that's the one that I don't talk to Kaylin about all the time. Uh, She's a nice person. So I agree if you're like mean, and I know you talk about this all the time, if you're like mean, to like your waitress or the waiter or any like other person that's like simply there to like help you, then you're a bad date and probably like got some issues you got to work through. Yeah, no, I can never, I can't imagine Kaylin ever being mean. Is she ever mean? Like she ever get like angry? She, that's a good question. Um, She can get kind of like snippy or something. Like if something's not going exactly how she wants it to, or like if she's on hold for too long, she gets like cranky. (laughs) And she doesn't get, like, mean or anything like that. But it's funny. Whenever I, like – so I'm going to tie these two in real quick. So the complaining one, uh, like, a week and a half ago, I got my van stuck in some mud in Utah. And uh, I called uh, AAA to come get me out. And AAA, like, dropped the ball. We were waiting for, like, four hours for the AAA tow truck. And the whole time, Kaylin was, like, complaining about – she's like, I just want to get out of here, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bro, you're in the van like you have a bed right there, you got a, a fridge full of, you know, whatever you want right there, your snacks are right there, your dog's right there, your boyfriend's right here. Like what, like where, if we were somewhere else, what would be going on differently than we're going right here? So like, stop complaining about that. That was like the last, she, she and I understand she's kind of distressed out. Anyways, I was on the phone with AAA for like four hours, like on and off for four hours. And she was like getting really angry at me because she was like, dude, you're not being like, mean enough to the AAA people because they're dropping the ball and you need to like incite some urgency into them. So she's like, let me talk to them. And I was like, no, you're not going to talk to them because oh, she does. God. I know this is, a, I went off too on a tangent here. No, no, no. This is the most couple thing I've ever heard of my entire <laughs> life. Give me the phone. Really, I'll talk to him. You're right. She's really good at like, you know, like if someone like in that case, like if they're dropping the ball, she's really good at like putting her foot down and being like, no, this is unacceptable. Blah, 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 blah. And I like him too easy going with that stuff. But so that's kind of that's like I, I wouldn't consider that her being mean, but that's how that that's her like snark coming out. Got it. Uh, yeah, I, I just could never imagine Caitlin talking as as the uh, deal breaker says talking 
uh, like crap about you behind your back. Uh, but hey, you Tonight, know what? I I, I relate to Kaylin. I get cranky when I'm on hold for too long, too. Number four, talking about exes too much to the point of comparing the two of you. That's a big no-no for me. What do you think about that? Yeah, definitely. What do you think? Yeah, comparing the two of you together. That's weird. Like, you shouldn't compare your ex with your current boyfriend or girlfriend. It's just like they're different people. Yeah, I would be like weirded out. I think I've definitely dated girls before where they like talk about their ex a lot. And it's like, okay, are you like over them or... Like, do you want to date me or do you want to date them? Which which one do you, would you prefer? Yeah. Whenever I went on dates, a lot of people would ask about Ashley. And that's all obviously different because mm. we were dating publicly before, you know, obviously before we were together. But uh, that was always weird to me because it's like, man, I know that, that it's just like we're TV characters. But like <laughs> that actually is like something very, you know, intimate to me. So it's weird to talk about. But I would get obviously it would be one of the first questions I get, you know, on dates, which right. is understandable. Well, fortunately, you didn't have many of those dates. No, exactly. Because, I mean, obviously, I was in love with her, so they had every right to ask me about it. <laughs> right, right. And you just didn't get many dates to begin with. Anyways, moving on to the next one. <laughs> Doesn't let you have time to yourself or the entire life revolves around you to the point that they suffocate you. Oh, this is interesting for you because I feel like you guys are kind of attached at the hip, aren't you not? Yeah, we're definitely attached to the hip. Uh, that's one of my favorite things about our, our relationship is that we truly don't get tired of each other. There's, I mean, I really off the top of my head can't think of an instance where I thought I need to be away from Ashley for mm. an extended period of time. Like if I need to walk away because, you know, we just had a, you know, uh, not an argument, but like a tough conversation. I, I don't feel like that's something that I, I like need time away from Ashley for more than a few minutes. So, um, uh, I can understand this, though, because I have had people in, in my past who have been very suffocating, and it's extremely annoying because when I'm like, hey, listen, I just need to be by myself right now, they're like, no, 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 I need to be with you. And you're like, no, 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 no. Like, you don't understand. You're making it worse. Please, I will talk. We'll talk about it later. Yeah, that's I mean, it's good that you guys are both on the same page about it, too. I think that's the most important thing when it comes to that. With uh, with Kaylin, it's I think Kaylin probably is. Out of all the girls I d I've dated, the most suffocating of them all. But I've never realized that I actually kind of enjoy it. So it's like, it's kind of nice. I've always thought like, I don't want it. Stay away from me. Oh, you know, whatever. But then she like, like latches on sometimes. I, I, <laughs> I went on like Nick's podcast, like right when we started dating, Kaylin and I. And I was like, she's like Velcro. She's always sticking to me. And <laughs> she always, we always give me crap about that. She's like, I'm like, she's like always calling herself my my little Velcroers. I don't know, something stupid like that. Aww, but it's, that's it's so cute. funny. Because I, yeah, like I, in theory, like in my brain, I like, I'm like, I don't like this. But then it's happening and I'm like, okay, cool. This is actually really nice. And then Kaylin's great too. Because while she does like to be around me all the time, she also understands that I'm like, I'm going to go into the mountains for a week um, and I'll be back. And she's like, okay. So she's suffocating, but she also gives me a very long leash, if you will. Oh, well, that seems like a really nice balance. Number six, no testing behavior. Be straightforward or I'll assume you're likely to instigate dumb drama. Honesty for honesty. Uh, yeah, I think that's pretty, I think testing behavior is like pretty immature behavior, you know? What like, the hell's testing behavior? Is that like playing games? Um, I think I interpret testing behavior as something like, I'm going to go flirt with that guy over there to see how you react or like, got it. I'm going to pretend to be a girl texting you sexy pictures to see like if my boyfriend's loyal like that kind of that's kind of how i interpret it to be yeah that's messed up 
That's like a toxic relationship. And yeah. that's like 100% toxic. I agree. Toxic. You know, astrology is one of those things where you do you, but if you really believe that stuff, you and I are likely not a match. I read a horoscope for entertainment at times, but I don't blame my behavior or assess my compatibility with someone based on the random month I was born in. So this person is saying if their date looks to the stars for personality traits, not not for them. What do you think? I think that if it's like kind of jokey, that's fine. But if they're a hundred percent serious saying mm. I can't date you because I'm meant to date a Pisces and you're a Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. Look cuckoo. Yeah. Or it's like when they're they're blaming their bad behavior on like the cycle of the moon. That's <laughs> yeah. that's pretty ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, I agree. The moon is a waxing gimbus, so I you know, I get a little testy during this time. Yeah, you should just, Kaylin should start saying that when she's on hold for too long. It's not me, it's the moon, it's the Dean. moon, gosh. Mercury's in retrograde, can't you see? Um, <laughs> if they're terrible with finances is a big one for this person, which I... Yeah, I mean, I can see that. I gotta admit, it's so sexy knowing that Kaylin makes so much more money than me. It's like such a turn on for me. Is that is that weird? Uh, No, that's not weird. I think this probably is talking, this person's specifically talking about... Not how much money they make, but how much money they spend, which obviously is is a conversation that you have to have as a couple. But you know what Andre 3000 says? It's not how much you make, it's how much you spend. Ah, well, if Andre 3000 said it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I mean, that makes sense, especially like if you're buying silly, silly things. Yeah. But like you guys have a baby on the way, so there's you guys got a lot of finances to consider otherwise. Well, I'm lucky that Ashley and I are very much on the same page about finances. We discuss it. We just have a very comfortable relationship and we talk about our finances. And like, I'll always ask her, like, if I buy a new golf polo, I swear to God, bro, I wanted to buy this new golf polo for like two weeks straight. It's a company called Bad Birdie. I loved it so much. And I went into the store. I called Ashley. I said, should I get this polo? Because it was $70. And she's (laughs) like, you don't need it. You have so many shirts. You're fine. I'm like, no, you're right. You're right. You're right. So then I kept thinking about it for the next week. And then we drove past the store. And I goes, oh, that's where the polo was. And she's like, pull over and get it. She's like, if you're still thinking about it after a week, get the polo. And I said, okay. So I got the polo and I love it. I like those shirts. It's just, I I wish there was more variety (laughs) with them. They're, they're. They've got like four patterns, the Bad Birdie shirts, and I like them. And the fabric is really nice. And I'm sure you look dashing in it. I I, I like it. Yeah, I wore I like it so much. I wore it yesterday for our gender reveal because I got a, it's a blue and pink one, so it actually worked out well. Oh, nice. What's it going to be? Blue or pink? Um, yeah. Yeah, Kaylin and I. Our biggest financial <clears throat> gripe is she likes to fly business class, and I strictly fly economy. I don't care whether I'm sitting in the back of the airplane or the front of the airplane. The airplane's in the air, and it gets to where we need to go. Don't spend the extra thousand dollars to fly business class. It's not worth it. Thousand dollars, holy crap! Well, whatever it is, I don't know. It could be five hundred. It could be two thousand. She like insists yeah. always on upgrading to business or first class, and I like I have to struggle with arguing with her about how it's an unnecessary spend of money. Yeah, I it, when we bounce back and forth from Virginia, I don't care. Like you know. Last row near the bathroom, whatever. I economy, but when when we go from like L.A. to Boston and we're in the air for six hours, sometimes like we'll we'll do a deep dive search to see how much more first class is because sometimes you can get a really good deal and it's like an extra two hundred dollars for first class, but that's well worth it for a six hour flight, but not for an hour flight. I agree. And so Kaylin and I are going to Europe uh, next week, and that was kind of one of the big arguments—not arguments, but like debates. She's like, well. 
we could spend $800 more and we're in uh, Comfort Plus. And I'm like, okay, but it's just not worth it. And then I was like, I thought we decided on it. And then she like, comes back a couple of days later and she's like, well, yeah, well, the upgrade is only a couple extra hundred dollars. And I'm like, no, we've already decided we're flying economy. It's happening this way. All right, let's get a couple more in because... So who won? Who won that argument? We're flying economy. Oh, you're, she's going to be so cranky that entire flight. <laughs> so we're flying economy, but I'm going to stay there a couple extra days to meet up with one of my friends. So she's flying back solo, and I would be willing to stake a lot of money on the fact that she's going to fly business or first class back because she's doing that for herself rather than for both of us. You know what I mean? No, that makes sense. So we'll um, see. Um, all right, let's see. We've got a couple more here. We're, it's not till They one. spend 90% of their free time sitting on their phone, but I get annoyed when I play a few hours of PlayStation to relax. Dude. I can relate to this so hard. Ashley is on her phone constantly. She's out. She just poked her head in. I'm sure she's going to poke her head back in to yell at me for saying this. She's <laughs> on her phone. We're both on our phones because we work a lot on our phones, obviously. But then she'll put her phone down and I'll be on my phone. And then she'll have the guts to look at me and say, you're always on your phone. I'm like, oh, here we go. Here we go. She just puts her phone down and then I stay on my phone for like an extra 20 minutes. And she looks at me and says, I'm always on my phone. Or then she'll be on her phone like last night. Good example. We're sitting on the couch. She's got a post like I already posted, did my thing. So I'm just watching TV. It's like nine o'clock at night. I know I'm going to have to take the dog out an hour. So I'm like, oh, I'm going to go play a video game. And she's like, why? And I'm like, well, I'm going to just go play a game of Madden and you're on your phone. And she's like, and I'm like, you're on your phone. Don't get mad at me because I want to play a video game. Okay. I agree. Anyway, as you can see, I'm very passionate about this. (laughs) I see that this list is supposed to be deal breakers. That's obviously not a deal breaker for you, nor should it be. This guy seems to be even more. And this guy definitely like is dating this girl, right? This person that wrote this, I would say. I agree with you, like, especially in the like the height of the pandemic, I was probably playing like six hours of Call of Duty a day, you know, because it's like, what else am I supposed to do? I'm not, I can't go outside. I can't leave the house. Yo, am I, I supposed just... to hang out with my girlfriend? Screw that. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Never. And uh, Kaylin was like, she was like super cool with that at first. But, but then by like the second week, she was like, dude, you play so much video games. And I'm like, well, if I wasn't playing video games, what would I be doing? Watching TV with you, which is not a bad thing. Don't get me wrong. But like. Watching TV and playing video games, comparing those two, playing video games is the superior option because at least you're like interacting with the TV instead of just sitting there mindlessly watching, you know, Real Housewives of Dallas or something like that, which again, not bashing because the shows are entertaining and I do love just snuggling up and watching TV with Kaylin, but they're, 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 I don't know. It's just like, you need some uh, variety. Yeah. And I just, I, it's so weird how. It seems like girls just don't seem to understand why boys love video games so much. They're so fun. Oh, they're so much fun. One of my favorite jokes of all time is Dane Cook's joke about a video games because he said he moved into his house with his girlfriend and he was playing a video game and she was like, oh, why do you even like doing that? Video games are stupid. And he looked back at her and he's like, well, you better get used to stupid because stupid lives here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, all right. Well, that'll do it for uh, the uh, dating deal breakers. Let us know what your deal breakers are. Email us. Uh, either email us, follow us, caption, comment, like, do all that stuff. I don't even know. I was going to say caption. You can caption our stuff too. Where can they email us? Do you remember the email for the podcast? 
Yes, it is. Yeah, you do. No, 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 no. I know it. I know it. Okay. You can email us at I suck at dating at iHeartMedia.com. That is I suck at dating at iHeartMedia.com. Thank you, uh, Hannah, for uh, putting that into the, the rundown. Uh, let us know your deal, deal breakers. We want to hear them. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, but right afterwards, we're going to go to your uh, listener question and answers, and then, of course, uh, answer uh, an email. <laughs> At Walmart, there's a whole collection of black-led products that fit into your daily routine. We encourage you to show black founders some love, not just during Black History Month, but all year long. There is power in every purchase. Every time we purchase from a black-led brand, we make room for another black-led brand. Black founders and the products they bring to the table are creating a whole new world of choices at Walmart. Some amazing black-owned businesses that are available at Walmart include The Lip Bar, Zach and Zoe Honey, Partake Cookies, the list goes on and on. Go to walmart.com slash black and unlimited to discover all the amazing black owned products you can add to your daily routine. True love is always being excited from the first moment you see one another and every time after that. It's taking long walks together in the summer, gazing longingly into each other's eyes and, well, watching their tail wag when they chase a squirrel in the yard. The pedigree brand asked about believing in love at first sight. And honestly, the answer is yes. Ashley adopted Lois, and I didn't know until I actually picked her up and saw her with my own eyes that we were taking this dog home. But I took one look at Lois, and my life has never been the same, and I love her so much, and I'm very grateful for that moment that Ashley decided to adopt Lois. So it really was love at first sight for me. Adopting a dog can lead to a lifetime of meaningful connections. A pedigree loyalty survey revealed that 95% of dog owners say that the bond they have with their dogs is closer than expected. And another pedigree loyalty survey revealed 90% of first-time dog owners report that having a dog improved at least one relationship in their lives. We have adopted two dogs. First was Pappy and the second was Alistair. And I got to tell you, I didn't know I could love such a little creature so much with Pappy. He just stole our hearts right away. He was so attached to us. And even with Alistair, we got him and we fostered at first and then decided to adopt not long after that. Just and a few days after. They bring so much light into our lives. After we lost Pappy, I was Kaylin and I agreed to maybe take a couple months off from having a dog in our lives. And not even a week later, we we couldn't stand it anymore. There's just so much light that coming home to a dog brings into our lives. And and whenever we're on a trip, all we can ever think about is coming back home and seeing Alistair. So I, I love adoption. I think adopting dogs is the way to go. They are so grateful for it. They definitely love you harder because they know what you took them from and, and the great life that you're giving them. Real love can exist between pet and pet parent. Pedigree is committed to helping more dogs find loving homes, and we can attest that love at first sight is closer than you think. It's available at your local dog shelter. Find love at first sight with the Pedigree Adoption Drive, June 7th to 9th. And the Pedigree brand will reimburse your dog adoption fees nationwide. Visit pedigree.com slash adoption dash drive to learn more about the adoption drive and to see full terms and conditions. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. 
Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Help I Suck at Podcast at, at Dating. We are yeah, going to get both into, on that one. <laughs> we are going to get into listener Q and A's that we had you guys submit on our Instagram page just a couple days ago, I think. Um, if you don't already follow us on Instagram, Help underscore I underscore Suck underscore at underscore Dating. Help I Suck at Dating underscores the spaces. Shoot us a follow because Jared is super active on it and you're not going to want to miss any sweet help I suck at dating updates. So, Jared, question submitted for you. Jared, are you and Ashley doing anything to keep the marriage spicy during pregnancy? Not as of yet. Uh, I mean, honestly, we haven't had much intimacy over the past few months, couple months, just because of how bad Ashley's been feeling. I mean, she's been throwing up daily and been pretty sick and not feeling her best and uh it's it's been fine you know we just you know you prioritize things and uh i'm sure we will uh over the next you know weeks or months uh you know work on things to spice things up it was actually really funny not to like get too gross into it but obviously when a woman is pregnant her body starts changing and uh I'm sure she doesn't mind me sharing this. I <laughs> I touched her nipples yesterday. Dude, they're like weird. <laughs> <laughs> she was telling me about it because she she Ashley wants to show me pictures because like they they just like get huge and like they're big. They've gotten like very big and apparently not nearly as big as some other women have to go through uh but it's just like crazy you know what i mean when you say big like the areola is expanding or like the nipple part is getting longer both the nipple part's long wow and i i, I mean i'll ask her hopefully she doesn't mind me saying this on the podcast but oh, we'll come just on. edit it out ashley loves oversharing it's great it's part of what makes her so um endearing she just oh, tells how it boy. is I, I no, am. Is no, that bad? no, we're not. My nipples are like nothing, Jared, compared to most. No, that's what I said. Comparably speaking. No, comparably speaking, they're nothing. All right. Well, comparably speaking, apparently they're nothing, but they're still pretty long. They're pointier than usual. They're. So Let's just be clear. I don't have gigantic areolas. <laughs> she does not have gigantic areolas. That is what I. I don't want anybody imagining that. Okay. Nobody's imagining that. We just want to set the record straight on this. No gigantic areolas. Just a little. Very pointy, but they're definitely pointier than I'm used to. So when I right. touched them yesterday, I was like, holy crap. I just didn't expect it because I haven't, like, you know, taken a detailed look at them lately. Right. And uh, it was quite, kind of funny. But, no, I'm sure to answer your question, wow, I'm very much oversharing. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure over the next couple of months we will do things to spice things up. Like some nipple play. Uh, and Obviously. I think at the end of the day, too, comparatively to other people, maybe not huge, but relative to how they're, they used to be you've noticed significant growth. So I think you're you're justified in talking about your wife's nipples like that. Uh, I love my <laughs> wife's nipples. Yeah, that's great. And now there's more of them to love. Uh, so Dean, let me ask a question for you. Um, Dean, do you think Kaylin is your soulmate? And if yes or no, do you believe in soulmates? Oh, uh, I don't know if I really believe in soulmates. I, we, we've talked about this on the podcast a while ago. I like... I was curious about it. I was like, I wonder if Kaylin thinks I'm her soulmate. So I texted her. She says yes. I would I would say yes, but with the asterisk of saying I don't really believe in soulmates. So that makes no sense. Kaylin is my soulmate. I just don't believe in him. <laughs> if, if soulmates are a thing, I would say yes, she's my soulmate. Well, that's a very sweet answer. 
I don't believe soulmates are real, so I say no. She thinks that we're soulmates. And I right. appreciate hearing that. All right, next one for you. Well, it's a nice it's a nice answer. Yeah, it could be nicer. Um, Jared, does Ashley have a limit on how long you'll grow your hair? Uh, yeah, I don't think she wants it any longer than it is right now. I actually just got a trim, but it's still not that short. I am going to cut it short probably sometime over the winter, maybe early next year, somewhere around there. Go back to like the length I had at the wedding. Does she have any input on the length though? She likes this length. She likes this length a lot. She doesn't want it pretty much any longer than this. You know, like, like Mm. I stated before, Tom Cruise and Mission Impossible 2. That's like the longest it's going to get. But, uh, I like the long hair. Uh, I, uh, it's just like, as you know, man, it's just like, especially in this heat, holy crap, it's like a mop on your head. I don't know how a lot of people with long hair do it, but uh, I do miss my short hair at times as well. So I'm ex- yeah. I- I'm excited to cut my hair short, but I also know once I do, I'm going to immediately regret it. Hair is so funny because like I'll like go back through old pictures and I'll see myself with short hair and I'm like, wow, I was so much more handsome with short hair. And then I'll like, go back further to where my hair was even longer than it is now. And I was like, man. I was so much more handsome with that long, long hand. It's like it doesn't make any sense. I don't understand any like a rhyme. So pretty much, you're just saying why. you're always handsome. Oh, I'm so handsome. I just think, <laughs> <laughs> I think in the present moment that I'm always in, I'm like I'm the least attractive version of myself. And for some reason, I look back at old pictures and I'm like, wow, you were so much better looking back then, especially better looking than you are now. You know what I mean? And I'm sure, like in a year, I'm gonna look back on a picture that I took of myself yesterday and be like, wow, dude, you were so much more handsome in Montana when you recorded that podcast in your brother's truck in the <laughs> parking lot of a breakfast diner. But who knows? Uh, I think, obviously, you're peaking right now, but your second highest peak uh, was definitely uh, right around the last paradise you were on with Kaylin. <laughs> you, I love, you're, I, you're so consistent what? with this, walking onto the beach in my uh, all-black outfit. Because <laughs> at the wedding, you look great, too. But, dude, when you walk down those stairs, both I'll never forget, Ashley and I looked at each other and was like, like, I dare Kaylin to not leave with this guy. I dare her to try. That's funny because, you know, I didn't feel cute in that moment. I remember that moment so specifically because I, like, wanted my hair to be nice. And you know how, like, especially when you have long hair, you want to, like, shampoo it and condition it, like, a day or two before you want people, to, like, before it looks its best, right? Yeah. So you kind of, like, get, like, prepare a couple days in advance. And I remember, like, I think in the hotel I was staying in, there was no conditioner or something like that. And so I couldn't condition my hair, and I was like, ah, this is going to suck. I'm going to walk down there, and my hair is going to be all greasy and gross. And I remember that day, like, I was, like, trying to, like, style it appropriately. They wouldn't let me wear my headband, which I was wearing all season, because I was in, like, a weird, awkward stage. And I was like, oh, my hair is just not going to be good. But then it looked good on camera. I think there was like some editing or something involved because it did look pretty good. Yeah. Oh, it looked amazing. I don't think it was editing. I think it was just the glow. Uh, All right. We'll do one more question before we go into our email. Uh, This is for both of us. Would you rather be stuck in a room with your significant other uh, or wait, wait, wait. Would you rather be stuck in a room with your significant other or with your celebrity crush? My significant other. Hold on. Uh, sorry, because it says, would you rather be stuck in a room with your significant other with your ex or celebrity crush? Oh, how is that mm. even a question? Of course I'd rather. My significant other with your ex? So it would be like you, Who Ashley. You, Ashley, and Kayla, like in a room together. Or you and Penelope Cruz. Well, Penelope Cruz isn't my, my crush. I mean, she's very attractive. 
Who is my crush? crush? Jennifer Lopez was my crush for quite some time. Still is, obviously. Uh, I would say Rachel. Uh, well, Rachel McAdams was a big crush. Emma Stone mm. was a big crush. Like all very basic answers. Uh, who's yours? I'm going to try to think of a better one. Um, my celebrity crush. I mean, Gal Gadot's up there, obviously. Yeah, she's cool. I think my celebrity crush. Oh, I'm going to get in trouble for saying this, I guess. It's like the only, only non- photographer celebrity that i follow on instagram is alexis wren so i would say that's my celebrity crush alexis wren who's that she's just like some girl i'm gonna go on follow her right now i feel guilty about it actually to be honest well is she like who is this human being oh she's 14 the blonde she was like on dancing with the stars she used to date jay alvarez who i also follow who i've also been meaning to unfollow because he's just like weird is it this person? Yeah, that was my celebrity crush. And Kaylin could oh. confirm that too. But like I oh, said, okay. I'm going I'm going through with the unfollowing right this moment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfollow. We don't need that. Uh hey, I well, I kinda wanted the reason I brought this question up. Ash, would you rather be stuck in a room with me or Leonardo DiCaprio? You had to choose one. Are you serious? Wow, that's so sweet. She said she'd rather be stuck in a room with me rather than Leo. Oh, Ash, you're so sweet. I said you too. And no, I did. Uh, all right, well, let's get into an email uh, before we head out Wait, of here. Wait, I want to answer this. You didn't ask me any of the other questions. I want to answer this first one, so read that one for me. How does Dean deal with differences of religion with Kaylin? And how would it uh, work with your kids if you guys have yeah. kids? You were that's avoiding that question. one, and I think that you were doing it because you thought... I didn't want to answer it, but I do want to answer it, and I'm going to answer it right now. Great. We have different takes on religion, Caitlin and I, obviously. I am agnostic, more or less, raised Presbyterian, since transitioned into agnosticism. So I don't really believe in anything. I don't disbelieve in anything, but I'm just kind of like, convince me. Like, if something came down and they were like, okay, this is real, here's proof. I'd be like, okay, cool, that makes sense. I believe now. Caitlin is pretty Christian. She goes to church pretty often. She's got like her uh, religious texts that she has around. Like she writes, you know, her daily prayers, all that kind of stuff. And I think that there is probably a growing number of these like interfaith or lack thereof relationships. And that's kind of why I wanted Mm -hmm. to answer it. Um, I think the biggest thing is just like openness to talk about it, A, and, and like an understanding that just because you think something different than the other person doesn't mean the other person is more wrong or less right than you are. You know what I mean? So like when it comes to religion, Kaylin and I, I like support her religion and like her religious efforts and all that kind of stuff. And I think at the end of the day, like she's not throwing it in my face. Like she's not like throwing Christianity in my face. And as long as she's not doing that, I totally don't care. Like she can do whatever she wants. She can believe whatever she wants. I like press her on a a couple certain things, you know, like factual reasonings as to like why things are, the way that they are, especially when it comes to like religious texts, I'll like pressure on it just like to a gain clarity for myself. And I like, I'm just curious to see like what she has to say about a lot of that stuff. And so she is always going to be Christian and I love that. And I think that she definitely should. And if we have kids, I, I guess I, we've never really talked about that. Yeah. Cause that, that was my next question. Cause obviously it's fine that you guys can say, Hey, I believe this. I believe that. And we can live and love each other for that. But then how do you do the kids? What are you going to do with your with little baby Dean? 
<laughs> well, once little baby Dean comes into the world in February, uh, we haven't really talked about it. Ashley and I, I think, are both very similar uh, on our religious beliefs. Um, it's not a big factor in our lives. Um, you know, we don't go to church. Um, I think both of us like to believe in a higher power, but we definitely are also agnostic to a, a, you know, a certain extent, you know, I think we both believe that something's there. We just don't know what it is. So, um, I think that's how we're going to kind of raise our kids. And, you know, I'm definitely going to introduce our kids to a lot of different ideas and, and beliefs. And I want them to, uh, be exposed to a, a bunch of different ideas and, and, you know, we'll, 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 we'll work together as a family through it. You grew up uh, Catholic, right? Yeah. So you like went to church every Sunday with your parents? No, I mean, I, we, we would go to church occasionally. We were not good uh, churchgoers. Uh, so that's why it was never really like a huge factor in my life. We always believed in the presence of God. And, and to a certain extent, I do now today um, because I want to. Um, but mm. I also realize that, you know, there might not be. But, you know, I choose to believe uh, in a higher power because I want to. I'll take your opinion on this then. Let's say Kaylin and I have a kid and she wants to take it to church, take it as if it's just a thing. She wants to take the kid to church to like instill some religious values in it as a young age, but I don't and I don't care about it. So would you say that like just them two should go to church and I stay home or should I be supportive and go with them all, even though I don't believe in it? You know what I mean? Like what would you advise some like someone in my situation in that situation? to do well i would say that you should go with them and Mm. explain things you know because Mm. i think probably one of the reasons why you're agnostic is as you grow older things are more explained to you and i think then you Mm. look through a different lens uh at certain things in your life and so i think if you wanted to just you know give your child as much knowledge as possible to let them make the best decision then I would go with them. I wouldn't like just be like, oh, you do whatever you want to do and then we're not going to talk about it. I think the best course would be you to join them. Because like if you're agnostic, yeah. then you don't really care about going to church. Like you can go, you can go take it out. Yeah, but that means I have to like wake up early on Sunday and freaking drive to the church and sit through a so boring a family sermon. trip. You get some coffee on the way. I mean, honestly, of course, each family needs to decide what's best for themselves. But if you're asking for my advice, that would be my advice. Yeah, that's great advice. That's good advice. And if it's on a Sunday, hey, maybe I can sneak my phone in and watch some, uh, some NFL fell red zone or something while the sermon's going on anyways we are going to get to one uh quick email and then we are gonna let you guys get the heck out of here because i'm sick of sitting in this truck um the email is this from chad do we have anyone out there that wants to read this anyone in the podcasting universe that wants to read this i'll, I'll read it if you're if you'll yeah there he yeah. is heck yeah, yeah. I haven't read in a while. Um, okay, uh, hi, my name's Easton, and this is uh, an email from Chad. Uh, a, <laughs> a couple months ago, I slept with one of my family friends. The family is literally my second family. We spend all major holidays together. We go on vacations. She is four years younger than me and is like my little sister. I have never thought of her as attractive, and this was just a drunk mistake. I am now super nervous wow. and anxious about being around her family, and I hope no one ever finds out. How do I not act awkward when I see her? Help. Damn. Wow. Well, <laughs> so you hooked up with your little sister. That's, yeah, I know, that's dude. 
Hey, cue the Sweet Home Alabama music. Oh, God. D.I., if you sleep with someone, please don't ever describe them as them being <laughs> as like your, your like little, little sister. sister. Like, what right. the hell, man? I... Oh, God, I don't know. This is just weird, and I, I've never thought of her as attractive, and this was a drunk mistake. I just... I guess, okay, let's let's start by saying this. A, she never needs to know that you don't find her attractive, and B, that you think it was a drunken mistake. Those things should never leave your mouth again when it comes to talking about this, especially with her. Yeah. You just, right, just freaking go talk to her and say, hey... That was great, but we never are gonna do it again. <laughs> That's what I would say. And if we and like maybe throw in like and also if we could like kind of keep it a secret, that'd be really great. Um, I don't know. That's my advice. What do you think? I know there's there has to be more than that that has to happen, but uh, blah, blah, yeah, I don't know. This one kind of stumps me. I just think like yeah, go talk to her. Hopefully the family doesn't find out. Hopefully you guys can move on. Talk to her, that's important, but don't say it was a drunk mistake and I don't find you attractive. Yeah, definitely don't say that. Just say, hey, it was, you know, one night, I'm not sure if we should do this again, you know, it's a complicated situation. Uh, yeah, I got nothing. I, I, it's just, like, so awkward, I got nothing for you on this one. Sorry, Chad. Easton, you can draw from experience on this one, can't you? Obviously. I, I mean, I haven't, I haven't slept with, like, a close family friend like that. Uh, uh, <laughs> And I have not regretted anyone I've ever had sex with. Ever. Nice. Sex is a gift that should be cherished and, and treasured. <laughs> no, um, beautiful. Beautiful. But uh, damn, uh, I, I think I agree with you guys. You got to say, uh, hey, that was fun. Uh, you know, uh, I wouldn't expect it to happen again because of right. the, the uh, complexities around our relationship Ooh. and how we know each other. Um, I very much treasure you as a friend and I would like to, uh, continue that friendship. And if it were me, I would want to be, uh, I would probably want to distance myself from this person for a while. Uh, yeah, no kidding. Maybe know. don't go to the family parties for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know how old Chad is, but like, you know, I, I don't know how often these events are happening these days. Uh, but yeah, I would maybe sit out the next, uh, barbecue or two and, uh, <laughs> And, uh, but, but, you know, have a conversation with her and be honest. Cause you don't want her to feel like, like, Oh, Hey, we did this. And then he just like disappeared. What happened? Um, but, uh, yeah, don't, don't say that you don't find her attractive and that it was a mistake. That's good advice to not let that leave your mouth. <laughs> right. I, I agree with your take. The complexities thing really sold me. You are a man with a very great vocabulary. Thank you. Thank you. Word economy is important to me. <laughs> All right. I think that's going to do it on this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Easton, thank you so much for reading that email. And thank you, Chad, for as weird as that email was. Thank you for setting in. Wishing you the best of luck with that, buddy. And uh, please keep emailing us, everybody listening. We love your emails. It's Dean's favorite part of the podcast. It's legitimately Ooh. the only reason he sticks around. I suck at dating at iHeartMedia.com. You can also follow us at Help I Suck at Dating on Instagram. Uh, thank you to everybody who chimed in for the questions on Instagram. Thank you, uh, Alex Rodriguez, for posting a dumb picture so we could talk about it. Uh, and I think that's going to do it. So what can they do next week, Dean? Oh, my gosh. They could tune in because, Jared, we might just suck a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts.
It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.